Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinton, Jonas Knox. And coming up on this Monday edition, it's a Monday after conference championship weekend. Big news for the Cincinnati Bengals. They are on to a Super Bowl, and they've also got themselves a franchise quarterback we will discuss. We're going to take a look at what the Kansas City Chiefs were thinking at the end of the first half and the meltdown there at Arrowhead. We're also going to talk about the L.A. Rams. Was it a home game? Didn't sound like it, but they're getting a home game in the Super Bowl and what the future for Jimmy Garoppolo and Kyle Shanahan company entails. We're also going to have another edition of the BQ News and FSR IR, and it's all yours coming up next. Two pros and a cup of Joe on a Monday. LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox, and you, Fox Sports Radio. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Yeah, rock, man. Yeah. No other way to bass start clap. a Monday morning after conference Monday. championship weekend. Yeah. What is this, LeVar? By a the bass way? clap. Yeah, it is a, a bass, bass clap. clap. <laughs> it is uh, yeah. two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. You can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on hundreds of Fox Sports Radio affiliates and wherever you are, making us a part of your Monday morning. The week starts now, and we appreciate you doing so and joining us here. We'll take you all the way up until 9 a.m. Eastern time, 6 a.m. Pacific. Uh, conference championship uh, Sunday in the NFL delivered, uh, but we must start with uh, the team that. Uh, how did you put it a couple of weeks ago, Lamar? You just kind of said uh, dead and buried. Well, no, I'm, no, 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 you said casket. The, they're in the casket. Huh. They're, 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 said, oh, hmm. hey, hey, hmm. Cincinnati. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is right. Congratulations. I thought, I thought y'all were going back over when I was talking, talking <laughs> no. trash about Kansas City. No. Uh, no I, um, and by the way, I, I don't think. Uh, I don't think you get a you get a check for being right when they get to the AFC Championship. No, game. no, hell and, and, no kind of blew that game. Uh, they, they really blew that game. And, uh, you know, congratulations to our fine affiliate, Fox Sports 1360 in Cincinnati. You've got That's yourselves right. an AFC champion, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, hell of a job. That game looked, uh, we're going to have plenty on the uh, Rams 49ers. A lot of conversation about uh, what happens next for somebody in particular in that game. But the uh, Cincinnati Bengals uh, go down 21-3. Uh, it looked bad. Uh, people were uh, pretty much ready to just acknowledge that, you know, to break Quinn's point on Friday. Look, we got great games last weekend. Not going to happen again this weekend. And then oops, whatever the hell that was at the end of the first half. And then uh, Cincinnati came out, dominated in the second half, shut out Kansas City uh, up until that final field goal to tie it, turnover and overtime, and away we go. The damn Bengals are in the Super Bowl. How about that? About I-, I thought there was a play in each game and, and you never want to put it on one play. But it changed the momentum in a huge way. I mean, Jonas, you touched on the, the play before half. The fact that, I mean, like I get it, Andy Reid trusts Patrick Mahomes. But in that instance, to not have the wherewithal to take a shot and if not get the ball out of bounds or out of the end zone with that throw, to me, lacked all the common sense. And really, it signifies the difference between Joe Burrow's style of play and Patrick Mahomes. And with Patrick Mahomes, if you're a Chiefs fan, if you're a Mahomes fan, you got to take that play along with the good. And the difference is Burrow doesn't make that mistake. Like Burrow reminds you of the way at least he's played between his national championship run at LSU and, and the I guess the amount of poise that he shows under pressure. 
and everything he's done so far in the NFL, he does remind you of Tom Brady. Now, he's a better athlete than Tom was, at least as far as when he takes off and runs the speed and all that. But the way he plays from the pocket, moves in the pocket, his accuracy, that, that composure, his clutchness down the stretch, and he just doesn't make that mistake. That was, to me, a glaringly obvious mistake. You could tell Andy Reid was fired up. You go from being up 24-10 going into the half when you get the ball coming out of half or you know, at least maybe a, a different shot at going to the end zone instead of throwing short to now giving all the momentum to Cincinnati. If you don't think Zach Taylor walked in that locker room and said, defense, get us one stop coming out, we got this. We're going to make that. That was the snowball effect of what happened in the second half, where the, the Bengals defense only gave up three points. That to me was the turning point of the game. I think if you get any points there, even three, and go up 24 10, it's a completely different feeling going into the locker room for both teams. <sighs> Let me start by saying Joe Burrow restored my belief in what a franchise quarterback's impact is he's so good man if, if you've ever if you've ever wondered why people make such a big deal about that elusive unicorn of of a franchise quarterback and what that represents and means to your team let me first start by saying if you haven't been watching and 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 yesterday would have to be for now until we see what happens in the Super Bowl yesterday for now would have to be your undisputed reasoning as to why a franchise looks for why the game says and boasts that the the most important position is the quarterback's position Joe Burrow restored that like it's one thing to say okay the kid had the greatest singular football season in the history of the game as it as it applies to their their championship run at LSU but then when you see the fact that he has been able to recreate that coming off of a major knee injury, by, mind you, right? He's not even a, a year, a season removed from coming back from that injury. And he's in the Super Bowl with a team that I don't think, for me, I'll say for me, there are like several teams that I would say I'll never see in the Super Bowl. And the Bengals... <laughs> was on that list. <laughs> All right. So so let, let me just start by saying that. Let's start there. Now, going into the game, that was a pivotal moment when they went for it and didn't get it. And and that certainly was something that you, you ask yourself, will that come back to haunt them? But be clear, and this is something that, you know, you generally don't want to say about Kansas City, but their offense let them down. Their offense let them down in the second half. And as you mentioned, to only score three points, you mustered three points in the fourth. You mustered three points. So you're telling me for an entire half of football, the league's most explosive offense is unable to get more than three points in an AFC championship game mind you let me keep this in mind keep this in mind you're in arrowhead this is supposed to be one of the most difficult harshest environments to play in you're it's your home field and you can't muster up more than three points in the second half of that game 
which, by the way, they went into overtime. So if they well, do just take the points in the second yeah, quarter, <laughs> you've won the game. Yeah, it's all yeah. they needed if they just take the field goal. There you go. Out. There you go. And also, I mean, they were fortunate to get that the three points based on Mahomes uh, nearly fumbling the ball on that. Third it was almost down. over on the fumble. I, I, that that was. I mean, the whole thing was a disaster. They look they look shook. To be honest with you, Mahomes looked shook. Like like that was that was the interesting thing was Mahomes, who's been unbelievable since he first came into really the starting role. It looked like he was that quarterback playing opposite Tom Brady, and the irony is is. The only quarterback that Patrick Mahomes has ever lost to before last night was Tom Brady. That's the only guy I ever lost to in the playoffs. And now Joe Burrow. And it, it made you like it made you feel like that. Like he was like, oh, he's he's looking across the sidelines like he's got he's playing against Tom Brady. So maybe look, he saw been, him. We, well, we've been talking about that <laughs> battle between Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes, but maybe it's Joe Burrow. You know, maybe it's Joe Burrow's conference now moving forward, and it's not so much the talents of, of you know Allen and Mahomes. Because if you're looking roster to roster to Lavar's point, both Buffalo and Kansas City are more talented. Both have a better rosters, and and there's there's really no debate. Like they beat him in Cincinnati, they beat him in the AFC Championship game in Kansas City, and we can talk about Kansas City and the mistakes they made. But the reality is, at some point too, you got to give credit where credit's due. Uh, this was uh, Patrick Mahomes after the game talking about the decision at the end of the first half, uh, opportunity from the one yard line to to put in uh, to get a field goal at least uh, and take uh, extend the lead a little bit to fourteen. Uh, unfortunately, they uh, threw the ball behind the line of scrimmage. Uh, Tyreek Hill on the play, he gets tackled and bounds. Time runs out. Here was Mahomes afterwards. We called a play that we were trying to get someone over the middle quick, um, and then I was probably I was supposed to throw the ball away. Uh, I got greedy, I got a little greedy there and tried to give to Tyreek and get a touchdown. They had two people out there. I mean, in the long run of things, uh, it looks bad, but uh, I, if we had another chance, I'd, I would have went for another play again. So, uh, so there's, uh, there's, <laughs> and, you know, and, and that's and that's why moving forward, <laughs> Joe Burrow will probably dominate because Joe Burrow, like Tom Brady, like some of these guys who are all the time, they make smart football decisions all the time. And it, all the time. In those instances, they don't try to do that. They just make smart football decisions, and they know their opponents are going to make that dumb decision in that instance. And, and Andy, you could tell. If you saw, Andy Reid barely ever gets upset. He was fired up after that at Patrick. And, and look, the, the reality is there's, there's some people beyond Bengals fans who are really excited about that victory, all right? And it's everyone else who wasn't rooting for the Bengals but was rooting against Jackson Mahomes yeah. and Brittany Matthews yeah. having to be any part of the NFL conversation <laughs> moving forward. Damn right. Uh, yeah. You know, in different sports, you have different ways of communicating in your interviews. Like, there's a different, like, lingo. And Patrick Mahomes interviews like a baseball player. And it is the funniest thing because – as much as I want to be upset about that horrible throw, it was a horrible throw. And in, in the annals of of making a horrible throw, that's like a horrible throw. But I felt somewhat like I felt somewhat at ease. I felt peace about his mistake. <laughs> because <laughs> sounds like Louis Armstrong. There is no type there. Well, that's a whole nother deal. But wow, his his what cadence. His, well, I know where he's trying to do, and I'm not going to touch <laughs> I'm it. Not, I'm not. I'm doing not going to touch it. Not doing but anything. but but the thing about it is the way Mahomes answers questions is so baseball like 
that he gave you, like, yes, this is really messed up. This is the negative of it. But here's the positive of it. And the positive (laughs) of it was within the play. And there's some believability to what it is that I'm saying. And I want you to believe it. And I'm not being adversarial with you. I just want to let you know. But in the long run, I wish I could have had that one back. It's like he diffused it. I, I like it. That was the most pivotal point in the in the game itself. But I like the way he handled the the question. It was it was a strong answer. According to our friends at Fox Bet, at halftime, uh, the Bengals to win the game on the money line was plus eight hundred. So if you bet a hundred bucks, you would have won eight hundred dollars. Uh, seeing how that game turned out, so still, did, did, did you guys not when that play happened then go oh. Like that's that's the one. Yeah. Like that's the one. Like the like one. I, I literally I looked we I was I was watching with a bunch of people and we all turned to each other and were like, what the hell? Well, especially then, because Cincinnati then, went down and scored previously and you thought, okay, right. well at least they're getting some momentum back and it was gonna get canceled out or at least get three back for, for KC and then and then you look and go, What the hell was that? I mean, Lavar, you tell me how big of a stop is that for the defense? That was big. They don't even get a field goal. They don't get anything. Like after, to Jonas's point, once they scored, you're like, okay, they're kind of creeping back into this. They've got it within a two-score game now. You can't tell me that defense wasn't fired up thinking, yeah, we're going to come out after half and do the same damn thing. They couldn't stop them. Early. They were running over them, around them, and through them early on in that game. Yeah. Something changed after that stop. They came out after halftime, and it was like we've been here before. We stopped them when we couldn't stop them previously prior to that that drive. Like, let's go. Let's go. Game on. Uh, this was uh, Andy Reid also spoke about. Uh, we heard Patrick Mahomes a couple of minutes ago. Andy Reid uh, had this to say about the decision at the end of the first half. I was, uh, you know, I was hoping we could get get the ball in the end zone. I probably gave him the wrong play, first of all. So uh, to start with, I could have given him something better than that, um, where the play was open in the end zone, and um, and then we wouldn't have to go through that. Yes. I'll, I'll take responsibility for that one. Well, of course he does. Players, uh, coach, man. <laughs> hey, man. He, uh, don't mess falling. that relationship up. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's falling on that sword. What do you think he really uh, wanted to say there? I'm well, just go guessing. Back, go back and play the game and go look at his expression. I mean, he, he really seems like a jolly guy. I, oh, I don't think man. he was jolly by any means in that instance. Yeah, he was pissed. Uh, it is uh, two pros and a cup of Joe Fox Sports Radio. you know Radio. It, you can read a tad bit of sarcasm <laughs> in there, too. Um, all right, it's uh, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. You can hang out with us, as always, on the iHeartRadio app. So coming up next, uh, now we start to hear about the future for somebody in the NFL based on a performance yesterday. Uh-oh. We'll get into that discussion for you right here on FSR. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Yeah, bass snare. Yeah, bass snare. Yeah, bass snare. It's two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. You can hang out with us, as always, on the iHeartRadio app. Uh, somebody uh, was making the uh, rounds on social media with an interesting, uh, I don't know if it was a uh, hot take, but uh, an observation uh, in the NFL. We'll get to that here coming up in about 10 minutes from now. Uh, we mentioned the Cincinnati Bengals on to Super Bowl 56. Uh, they will be playing a road game. Well, maybe. I mean, depending on uh, you know uh, whether or not 
not uh, Ram fans can do a dynamite job of uh, not giving away their tickets to Niners fans like they did yesterday. What a disaster. Yeah. Uh, the uh, L.A. Rams are on to the Super Bowl. Uh, they beat the San Francisco 49ers yesterday. Uh, it seemed like uh, San Fran had them right where they wanted them, uh, up 10 in the fourth quarter. Uh, you know, L.A. Uh, not able to really get a whole lot going. Sean McVay seemed, uh, and Troy Aikman pointed this out, seemed like he's kind of chasing it a little bit with some of his challenges and some of those decisions. And uh, the Rams uh, end up getting it done. Jimmy Garoppolo with, uh, well, a Carson Wentz type uh, interception towards the end of the game. Uh, desperation. And uh, the L.A. Rams are uh, going to stay at home and play Super Bowl 56 in a couple of weeks from now. So there's that. Have fun with you know, that. You can talk about the AFC Championship game and a play that kind of changed the momentum and outcome. Uh, the one for me in this game was the uh, Jaquiski tart dropped interception. Yeah. San Fran up by three. It's the beginning of the drive for the Los Angeles Rams. You talked about Sean McVay almost, uh, you know, kind of stretching a little bit, straining a little bit, you know, a little trying too much. That was one of the worst throws <laughs> of, of the entire playoffs. And Tart had a layup of an interception, which, you know, look, there was under 10 minutes left when he threw it. With San Francisco up three, it's not guaranteeing them any sort of momentum that they're going to go on and, and score a win off of that. But it at least chews up more time on the clock. You can almost assure yourself that it's going to take off two or three more minutes. And now you're talking about a game with five or six minutes left. You're down by three. Assuming that San Francisco, even go if they go three and out, they're punting the football away. And now the Rams have to go the length of the field to at least you know, tie it up or give themselves a shot to take the lead, right? And what ends up happening that series after the drop? The Rams go down and tie it up. Now you're playing with house money. You know, at home, granted, not much of an advantage there, but still, all the momentum, all the pressure shifted at that point in the game to the 49ers, to Jimmy Garoppolo. And it felt like, again, one of those Kyle Shanahan being up in a game oh, and no. now the momentum shifts and having a hard time being able to overcome That's that. what he does. That's what he does. That is his DNA. He did this in the Super Bowl, right? I mean, it, well, hold, did he do that? Was that his team? That was his Super Bowl. Uh, well, he, was the, he was the OC. OC oh, in Atlanta. The, well, and then, okay, then the Atlanta. Niners. But okay, the yeah. Niners, yep. when they just played Kansas City, was he the coach? Yeah. 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 Yeah, this this is what he does. I mean, they were up ten on on Kansas City when they they lost, right? Yeah. I, I mean, I just it blows me away that first off the the Rams gave gave them life when they were dropping them balls. All right, they they dropped some some like literally those were touchdown drops. Now, granted, Ayuk goes out of bounds. The one is over Kittle's head. Those were missed balls as well. So there were a couple on both sides of it. I, I, I get that. But the Rams were dialed in in terms of the, the play calls. The calls were there for them. And there were drops that would have probably been for sure six-point plays. So uh, to me, the way they played the first half of that game, they played tremendous defense. Both teams played tremendous defense. Second half of that game, Third, third, third quarter, same thing. They're playing tremendous defense, and the offenses are fighting and scraping and crawling to try to get into the end zone and make things happen. Why do you collapse in the fourth quarter? How do you collapse to the to the tune of thirteen points in the fourth quarter? 
as good as that defense is, as dominant as they were in that game and the things that they were able to do, how are you? How do you give up that many points? So again, once again, I know that people will come for Jimmy Garoppolo in 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 this loss. What does this mean for Garoppolo? But once again, if you ask me, why does Jimmy Garoppolo and the Niners not have a, a Super Bowl? Because their defense let them down in the second half. You can look at him missing that big throw and say Jimmy G missed the throw when he had the opportunity. He gave him two point uh, a, a two two possession uh, lead over over Kansas City. He gave them a two possession lead over over the Rams in last evening's game in the fourth quarter. And they weren't able to hold off after you you put up two two quarters of of blank blank points on the on the on the board. You did not allow them on the board, and now all of a sudden you give up thirteen in the fourth quarter of the a uh, of the NFC Championship. It's the defense once again that let down not only the San Francisco team. But you let Jimmy Garoppolo down as well because he's going to take the heat for it. Oh, he's going to get a uh, majority of the heat, I would guess. Uh, and this yeah. was uh, his head coach, uh, Kyle Shanahan, talked about Garoppolo's interception at the end of the game uh, and his future in San Fran. I don't think he could have done anything else. You know, on the on the first down, he went to the right spot. We got a ball tipped, I think, by 91. On the second down, they manned everyone up, and he th- tried to throw it away to the flat. Third and 13, it uh, looked like Aaron just got in there fast, and he tried to break away and tried not to take a sack to make it fourth and 20 or whatever it would have been. That I happened. love Jimmy. I'm not going to sit here and make a farewell statement or anything right now. It's the last stuff on my mind, but Jimmy has battled his ass off. He battled today. Uh, he did some unbelievable things today, and um, I-, I love coaching Jimmy. Hey, listen, I'm okay with the interception as long as it wasn't a pick six if you had Niners plus three and a half. So that's fine with me. Uh, all, all, all good here. Like, because there's probably people sweating their ass off when, when he threw that ball up in the air thinking, please don't return it. But uh, but they end up getting it done. I I was hoping. That is cold-blooded. Listen, I'm sorry, that's man. That's cold-blooded, Hey, look, man. this is the way of the world here. All right, yeah, listen, man, I love I, Jimmy G, but come on, man. That is a degenerate gambler <laughs> at their finest right there <laughs> listen, in one Jonas Knox. That, that is not true. I mean, I, I think I think I was like a lot of people and partook in you know, some NFL games I, it's the only thing i bet on all weekend all right so relax it's not uh you know then we don't need to talk about anything else that i might have wagered on but um you <laughs> know over under yeah uh, oh you know just here. well yeah. not, not real well or you know when you're I'll tell you what on, a half uh, you were thinking though it's in the bag that you're gonna get the over in the afc championship game but uh, yeah um it, so I, I know and there's a conversation for jimmy garoppolo's future here but if you're the rams you come out of that game thinking like you, you got to. I mean, Kyle Shanahan's been his boogeyman, Sean McVay's oh, boogeyman for a, a couple yeah. of years now. I'm just saying. So you find oh, yeah, you yeah. finally get over the hump. I, you know, I'm looking around. I see a sea of red, and we finally get a win against these guys. If you're the Rams, you got to feel like, all right, now we can move on from that, and now we get, we head into this game with Cincinnati. Uh, the early line, speaking of gambling, uh, four, four and a half, and some points. Uh, the Rams a favorite uh, as we head into Super Bowl Fifty Six. But Sean McVay and company with an opportunity to uh, to try and get a Super Bowl. They were in it in twenty eighteen. Uh, didn't go well against the Patriots. So here they go, home game against the Bengals after they get over the uh, hump in the San Francisco Forty ers yesterday. So good for them. Historical season if the Bengals get this. It makes this it. I yeah, hate to say this. It makes the season worthwhile to me if the Bengals win this game. Just so you, having new blood in there. Yeah, I, I think so. And, and yeah. not only just new blood, but the fact that it's a, a franchise that's on that Jaguars uh, 
Browns level, yeah. yeah you know, they're yeah. Who are those teams? Never, never going to play for a Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah. So which yeah. ones are? Can we? Can Brady and I try and guess how many are on your list? Oh man. Well, just off the top of my head, I just gave you what I just Couple, gave you three yeah. of them. I yeah. mean, is there anybody else? Can, can uh, I throw? Can I throw one in there? I'll agree with I you if you throw one. With? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say the Washington football team. Uh, they yep. Obviously, they have in the past, but and so I'm not trying to throw the hogs or you know, and anyone else you want to throw into that in the past. I'm saying what they've become now. I don't see them playing for a Super Bowl. All right. Yeah. There's, right. there's more in there. There's All another right. obvious one in there. All right. So, so Jaguars, Jaguars, Bengals, Lions. Oh, I know. Lions. Yeah. Jets. Yep, that's an obvious one. Jets. That's an obvious okay. one. Okay. Yeah. Um, there's who, another one. Uh, who else? Uh, Texans. There's an obvious one. Cleveland. Okay. That's what we say, Cleveland. Okay. Um, yeah. that, those were the obvious. Okay. okay. I think Is that's there, about it. Oh, hold, hold, yeah. on, hold on now. Hold on. You might get me with another hey, one. Go ahead. Chicago. Come on, Lamar. Do it. Do it, Lamar. Come on. I, I don't put them on the they can't make it list. Okay. I, I feel like they're not on. The, I feel like Chicago oh, always shows like this glimmer of hope, and maybe it's because more recent, you know, like during my my time, they made it. I know. You know, yeah. and, and they've always flirted with being a pretty decent team and just can't fully pull it together. LeVar. Yes. Is it Miami? It uh, Miami's on there. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Miami's that's probably the last one. Okay. So so that breaks down. Miami's uh, probably the last one uh, on LeVar, the list. LeVar's list of teams that will never win a Super Bowl. So if you are yeah. a fan of any of those franchises. Sorry. Moving uh, forward. I've made a whole forward. lot of enemies today. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. You got to get it right. Moving forward. Yes. Because obviously, yeah, we've got examples of teams that have won in the past. He's saying moving forward. Yeah, so. I mean. Cincinnati has given me hope that hey. if you get a guy, <laughs> wow, Cincinnati, what Cincinnati? Oh man, Joe Burrow <laughs> has given be- me hope that he can like a franchise guy can change well, your your fortunes. On that point, can I say this? What he's done is he has more defined what a franchise quarterback is, mm-hmm. meaning. A guy who, and granted, look, I, they drafted him number one overall. As we have said countless times, he had the greatest college football season anyone's ever seen. Mm-hmm. So, for example, I work with Pete Prisco. Pete Prisco on draft night said he'd win multiple Super Bowls over the next 10 years. With the, I don't even know if he said the Bengals, but I, I think he said with Cincinnati, he'll win multiple Super Bowls over the next 10 years. That was two years ago. So his, his, his you know, prophecy may come true, at least to win one. But the reality is everything they did leading up to drafting him. Because if you recall, it's been the past two off seasons where they've spent more than they've ever spent in free agency. So it was the buildup to try to protect him, to try to build around him. But that and the past two drafts have helped get them to this point. Because as good as Joe Burrow is, if this team didn't do jack squat in the offseason and in the draft and bring in Jamar Chase, they ain't playing the Super Bowl right now. I hate to break it to you. He was getting battled and beaten. And now when you look at, you know, Jamar Chase next to T. Higgins, next to Boyd, I, I know Uzama got hurt, but, you know, Sample they stepped up and mixed it. They did it without their tight end. Yeah, they but Sample, Sample, Sample's, Sample's pretty, pretty, you know, complimentary to him. Okay. But so, so I'm just saying the reality is, they saw it, they built around it, and now you see what he's capable of. I think he's kind of redefined how some organizations should operate and need to look when you've got a guy like that. 
And, and that's, that's one of the biggest things I think was on display is, hey, you can turn it around quick. Like if you're the Giants right now, you've had Daniel Jones for three years. You've built around him. You put, you put a, and I've said it before, you put Russell Wilson on that roster with what the talent they have, you're in the playoffs. He you you might you might find your way into a Super Bowl. Like he, that's the reality of it. He so, ain't it. <laughs> Daniel Jones, he's not. Daniel Jones, and, and, you ain't it. And we've we've we've. It's like there's no point. You've already moved on from the head coach. You already moved on from general manager, or he quote unquote resigned. Now go find yourself a QB who's going to get you there. Right? You got a new GM. You got a new head coach. Go get go get them the piece they need because there's 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 other pieces on the roster that can help that. So I just I think to your point earlier about how you look at a franchise quarterback. Teams need to start operating accordingly when you can get that guy or when you have that guy because you're seeing that with Cincinnati and what they're doing, Joe Burrow. And they're about to mess it up in Jacksonville. (laughs) And then you're going to see what happens when you don't do what you're supposed to do and how you're supposed to do it. They're going to keep bulky and they're not going to bring in Adrian Watson. What a disaster. Like that is. (laughs) But guys, guys, it was Urban's fault. Of course. All right? Yeah, of course. Is he, I mean, it was all his fault, right? Isn't that what the media want you to believe? Yeah, of course. That's, that's, Amongst that's other how, things. Yeah, of course. That's, that's yeah. how it works. Uh, it is uh, <sighs> two pros and a cup of Joe, Fox Sports Radio. It's Lamar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox. You're going to be able to finish the segment, Lamar? Sure. <laughs> okay, you just want to make sure. Uh, Little man is funny, man. <laughs> Roberto be having uh, awesome movies for it, you guys. <laughs> literally, it's the Monday after conference championship weekend. Roberto's got uh, some disturbing uh, man. flicks on the television. Well, he's he's uh, you know he's, he's stimulated. He's he's got a oh, new general manager Damn there right. with the Raiders and uh, maybe new head coach. Uh, He's by, tweeting about who the next quarterback should be. Uh, He's we, pretty fired up. By the way, uh, you talk <laughs> no. about uh, you talk about a, a, a lucky you know what. Uh, somebody uh, pulled off uh, maybe the most impressive feat of the weekend. Uh, we'll get into that uh, coming up in about uh, ten minutes from now. And in case you missed it, I did want to mention this. Uh, speaking of uh, head coaches, former Saints head coach Sean Payton, uh, he didn't take long uh, firing off hot takes yesterday uh, as the game in KC went to overtime. He said uh, OT rules will change, guaranteed if the Chiefs score touchdown on this first drive so i think a lot of people were looking at that going oh here we go again the Bengals are going to get uh, jobbed but thankfully uh, an interception uh, gave joe burrow and company an opportunity and uh, evan mcpherson man that guy uh two back-to-back game winner somebody threw this out and i laughed at it initially where they said joe burrow's got his adam vinatieri Man, that kid's got balls. He yeah, just, he on he the just road and, and just and does not care and, and got it done. Uh, so congratulations again hey, to the Cincinnati. Hey Berto, Bengals. do do you ever find yourself regretting that you're a Raiders fan versus, oh, versus being a Rams fan? I mean, they have made it to two <laughs> Super Bowls no. now. <laughs> I mean, have have they won? No. A, have they made a Super Bowl appearance since you've been alive? Like, yeah. how old were you? Oh three. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh three. Yeah. Did they win? No, no. What about before '03, '83, right? Yeah, LA. But how, LA old, how old were you? Four. Okay. All right. Well, you got two. You got two. Yeah, he's right. good. Okay. Yeah, he's got two. All right. He's fine. I mean, so uh, you don't ever sit hell there. Hell no, never. Not by yourself. When I was a like, kid, the Rams were 
dog ass when I was when and I was in your in your spare bowl. time a Super Bowl man in your spare time where you got you know your cigar you know your backwood up in the air and and it's you're lighting up the night you you don't sit there and be like man I really should have thought about switching over to the Rams nah they're the Orange County lambs to me still oh yeah oh, wow the lambs. Lambs. county on county crime there Orange County there. lambs Orange County yeah. lambs oh, okay all right it's two pros and a cup of Joe Fox Sports Radio uh, Lavar Arrington Brady Quinn Jones the Knox. Lambs right. plan for a Super Bowl. Uh, coming up next, uh, you talk about maybe the most impressive feat of the weekend in the NFL. We've got it for you right here on FSR. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Hey, this is Jason McIntyre. Join me every weekday morning on my podcast, Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. This isn't your typical sports pod pushing the same tired narratives down your throat every day. Straight Fire gives you honest opinions on all the biggest sports headlines, accurate stats to help you win big at the sports book, and all the best guests. Do yourself a favor and listen to Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. Coming up top of next hour, a little over 10 minutes from now, uh, you talk about a clown show uh, in the NFL. We got a good dose of that over the weekend. We are going to get into that discussion here on FSR. I want to let you know we are brought to you by one of our favorite cities, Las Vegas, the greatest arena on earth. Plan your trip today at visitlasvegas.com. Sometimes you can't get to everything in the world of sports or entertainment. Good thing the guys are here to bring you in case you missed it. And for that, we turn it over to our executive producer, the great Lee Dlap. Dlap. That's right, you guys. Dlap. One lucky gambler this weekend was able to turn $20, that's just $20, into over $500,000. He was able to predict the correct score for both the AFC and the NFC championship, you guys. Wow. What? Good for him, That's man. impressive, man. I, so 20 into 500. Now, here's the problem. If you're betting on exact scores. They go buy and a lottery you, and, Yeah, and, and you're betting on uh, 20 bucks on, on something like that, that means that you've lost easily over $500,000 in your gambling career, so you're still down. All right, but, All right. but hold easily. on. But there's only two games. So, I mean, I know it's like buying a lottery ticket, but why not take $20, like like maybe 200 or $300, $500, maybe even 1000 and just bet on a whole bunch of different exact exact scores? If that's your your technique, right? Well, you it also was parlayed. So he needed he needed both of both those to hit, hit in order to so that made it even more difficult. I mean, it's tough to predict uh, scores, uh, you yeah, know, in the NFL. To get it exactly right in two games. And and plus, you'd be assuming I mean, again, I, I was looking at that that first AFC Championship game thinking 54 and a half. I mean, Cincinnati's just as capable of Buffalo scoring points and that hit the over. And obviously Kansas City can. So I, I was still surprised by it. and you got a game that went into overtime. It yeah, still didn't hit true. it. Yeah. Like that, I don't know who this is. They had to have been biting off every fingernail possible, oh, yeah. <laughs> hoping that thing didn't hit the over. <laughs> well, look, it's like that Garoppolo interception. I mean, imagine that guy thinking, man, I got $500,000 in my hand right now as long as they don't return this uh, in, into the end zone. Imagine and, uh, when he saw that final zero. 
Oh, God. Imagine that one. Yeah, but the problem is, like, if you're betting on something like this, you're a degenerate gambler. So, so it doesn't even matter that Oh, won. yeah, this money's gone. He's uh, already long gone. He's probably already, He's bet already on bet it. it. Yeah, some, some horse race in Indonesia somewhere. Yeah, he, this money's gone. Jeez. Guy's a loser. Uh, what else is going on? <laughs> right, Jeff Bezos. You guys, in case you missed it, uh, I think it was last week we talked about Odell Beckham Jr. losing a lot of his base salary in Bitcoin. Well, he got a lot of that back this week. Um, oh, did he? Is Bitcoin back up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He hit an escalator, huh? Yeah, a little, little yeah. Uh, crypto bashing here on the air. All right. No, not, what, what happened? Not so much that, up? but his incentives oh. that he did not put into Bitcoin, as of yet at least. Um, he got 42500 for winning a wildcard game. 42,500 for making the divisional championship, 750,000 for winning the divisional championship and 750,000 for winning a conference championship uh, hold on, hold on. bonus. Good for the him. other two, the 750, 750 are, are, is what's is what it, matters. That is what matters. The, you're correct. the other two you're talking about every player gets. But that's that's what you're you correct. Those, advance to the next round. You're, yeah. You you are right there, Brady. So, so that's like 1.4. He he made in on like 1.4 1. 1. 1. 1. bonus. 1. The, the rest okay. everyone gets if they make it to the next round, which right. is actually as Lavar would tell you it's a pay cut compared to your normal salary for playing a game. Yeah. Do you think a ba- big pay cut? Do, do, you, do you think Baker Mayfield's rooting against uh, Odell Beckham Jr.? You think like he's looking at it going? Well, he like can't win because he can't root for the Bengals. It's a division rival yeah, and a guy who got there two years ago. Yeah, that's true. That's about ready to win a Super Bowl. Yeah, like, that's true. Yeah, like so, he came in after yeah, Baker. Yeah, this really yeah. is a worst case scenario for Baker. Like, what's your excuse, Baker? <laughs> yeah. Cincinnati did it. What about yeah. me, Pac-Man? Cleveland, you have no excuse, Baker. Yeah. I didn't think about that. This is the worst case scenario for Baker Mayfield. Uh, oh in-state rival. Good look. And coming into this season, that was the conversation, right? Man, Cleveland's going to take the next step. Cleveland was in the playoffs last year they gave kansas city Dark a real good game super bowl oh, cleveland God. had more of everything than cincinnati yeah going into this season cleveland's got a better roster best. right that might be the one of the best rosters yes like they Man. were suffering injuries you're like yeah it's all right they drafted like you know a few <laughs> cornerbacks the second <laughs> look at me baker <laughs> i'm going to the super bowl baker <laughs> Huh? Huh, Baker? By, by the way, Roberto has now made that movie, <laughs> Colors, popular again. People are sending screenshots. Some guy was cleaning out his garage and found a VHS of Colors and sent it over to us on Twitter. Hey, <laughs> and, and by the way, uh, if, if only you saw the uh, what happened right before she said that in the scene. Oh. Uh, that was the, that's just, uh, oh, wow. Well, just, uh, well. all right. Uh, Lee, what else we got? A little football. <laughs> you guys, Josh Allen was obviously on the losing end of the coin toss in the AFC divisional round and when the coin toss went the Chiefs way again in the, the AFC fans championship went crazy he tweeted out one word and that word was pain oh well listen you did know. you hear the fans when they when they, oh, said, they thought it was over <laughs> they cheered like they had already scored uh, i the, thought there was another streaker or something uh, I mean, that look, was wild how they cheered when they won the toss well they must have not been watching the second half if they thought that offense was going to go because mahomes almost threw a pick earlier in that drive yeah and over like yeah. and it could have been a pick six um well, by the way how bad is tony romo Good Christ! I'm not he's going bad. to go with y'all on this. Why not? Because he loves him. I don't love well, him. When, when you hear him next to Troy Aikman back to back, I mean, there's Aikman a clear difference. Troy Aikman, I know him. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. 
And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. 